Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. You can listen and subscribe to the show for free on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For network or show information, visit fightradio.me. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Art Geiser, and we will be talking about energetic NLP. Energetic NLP combines the best of NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, transformation energetic work, energy healing, and intuition development. It is a system of simple tools and techniques that allow you to clear and develop your energy field to promote personal development on all levels. In addition, you can use the tools to do energetic healings for others. With a diverse background, Art has more than 39 years' experience in the study of NLP, science, psychic development, and energetic and spiritual healing. For 11 years, he managed a research lab in reproductive endocrinology at the University of California, San Francisco Medical School. As an executive coach, he works with some of the world's largest companies to develop leaders and highly collaborative and high-performing teams. For more information, you can visit Art's website, which is energeticnlp.com. Okay, folks, I am waiting for Art to call in, so let me uh, go ahead and, and play a song here, and then um, hopefully we will have them shortly, so please stand by. Oh, okay, everyone. We have Art Geiser for our special guest today. So welcome to the show, Art. Thanks for joining me. Well, thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Great. Well, um, I'm really looking forward to talking about energetic NLP. I've, I've known about NLP for quite some time, but you, your approach is, is quite unique, so I'm really looking forward to exploring that. Um, and then uh, you indicated that you would um, gratefully um, provide an energetic NLP um, energy spa process for the listeners and me, <laughs> and uh, what we'll do is we'll we'll do that right after the break, which is about that break. Okay? Great. That'd be great. Okay. Great. Okay, so let, let's start. Um, for some of the listeners who may not be familiar with NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, would you mind sharing just a little bit of background about that modality? Yeah. Yes, I'd love to, and I'll explain what NLP is and then energetic NLP. And NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. And for those of you who've never heard of it, you've undoubtedly heard of the most famous person in our field, who is Tony Robbins. And, you know, he has his own raw, raw, high energy way he does everything. But the core of his power to change people's lives comes from his studies of NLP. And NLP, a lot of people think nowadays that NLP is about – 
manipulation or controlling people, which isn't at all what it is about. It's like any powerful system, whether it's psychology, religion, spirituality, you can you can use it in positive ways or you can misuse it. it was, NLP was developed to create rapid therapy with people, to have people clear unconscious blocks of different types. And then they realized you could also use it to acquire new skills and abilities. And NLP is incredibly powerful at that. I've, I've been an NLP trainer actually since 1985 and studied with all the developers of the field. But I realized early on that, like anything, NLP had its limitations. And I was also studying spiritual principles, healing and transformative energy work. And I realized that those were incredible systems too and they had their limitations. So I started weaving them together and realized together it was much more than any one of them by themselves. And, and that was the birth of energetic NLP. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, the idea of that um, energetic work, um, the – excuse me, when I was reading um, about the that energetic aspect of NLP, mm-hmm. that um, the, the the words clairvoyance and, and channeling um, appeared. Um, mm-hmm. how, how how does that how is that um, incorporated in, into the process? In yeah, it, let me just back up and say, in general, with energy work, um, you know, people have been doing energy work for thousands and thousands of years, and people talk about that the human beings have energy fields for thousands of years, and now we know from science, and I used to be a medical researcher for 11 years, that the human body does have energy fields. That's now science. Now, they're not necessarily talking about the same energy fields, but the idea that our bodies put out energy of different kinds and have energy fields, electromagnetic, and even light. Our bodies create, are very weak, but create bioluminescence. So the, the whole... For people that are newer to the idea of energy work, um, there's actually an incredible amount of research that works, which is why a number of hospitals now allow things like Reiki. So how it fits in, you know, where's the clairvoyance and channeling uh, often have a whole set of connotations with them for people? And I, I like to keep it just really simple. You know, clairvoyance is the ability to get information from other people's energy fields. And sometimes you see things, sometimes you hear things, sometimes you feel things. And it's interesting, they'll, they'll do studies with people, and uh, and I don't remember the exact percentage, but maybe like 70% of people don't believe in, in that kind of phenomena. But then they'll ask them, well, have you ever known something that there was no way you could have known? Or have you ever known somebody else who they just knew something that there was just no way they could know it? And over 70% of people will say they've had that experience. So I'm just saying this because I like to take it out of the field of being paranormal and and going Mm -hmm. clairvoyance channeling is normal. People have been doing it forever, you know, and, and, you know, in energetic NLP, we try to take a lot of the um, meanings that people put on top of it, you know, that Mm some people will like channeling, like, well, what are you channeling, you know? You could be channeling your unconscious mind. You could be channeling God, angels, guides, um, uh, you know, deities, depending on your beliefs. And for me, and what I teach people is 
you don't have to figure that all out. When you put your own spirit in charge and you go, I want information that's that's valuable, that's useful, that's good, that's what you'll get. <laughs> you know, and I and then I don't worry a lot about well, who do I think it came from because you know it's a, I have a very NLP perspective. It's like we have filters about how we believe the world works, and then we and if you believe in Buddha, you'll think Buddha's talking to you. If you believe in Jesus, you'll think it's Jesus, and maybe it is Jesus. I don't know, but I just you know what I'm saying. I, I just take it away from all of that and just go. You can get incredible information. <laughs> and if you put your spirit in yeah. charge, you'll get the information that you should be getting. Yeah. You know, and, and you're right. You know, there is, um, with some of the terminology, um, it can carry a lot of baggage, you know, or preconceived yeah. notion, you know, as to, to what it is or what it isn't. And, you know, and then, you know, the idea of, you know, you know, trying to determine with definitive knowledge, like where it's coming exactly. from, who it's coming from. You know, it's like, you know, it, it really doesn't matter in the scheme of things. You know, what what really matters is that, you know, the energy or the, the information has been received, you know, and that there's exactly. an essence of truth to it. Yeah. In fact, in my programs, I have something I call the energetic NLP pledge. And I, I ham it up and I make it real serious. And people that are new are looking at me like, what is this? <laughs> and the pledge is that they won't believe anything I tell them. And then, and then they start laughing and I go, I'm serious. I don't want you to believe what I'm telling you. I want you to connect with your own spiritual information. And I want you to explore what I'm telling you. But I, I'll go, this is what I believe at this moment in time. I call it beliefs too short. <laughs> my beliefs of the day. And, you know, don't don't make it more than that. Just explore it. And that I really got from NLP. One thing I loved about the, the neuro-linguistic programming is that unlike traditional psychology where they were always coming up with, you know, uh, you know, years ago, it was like every man wants to kill his father and sleep with his mother, you know, and those kind of things. You know, uh-huh. NLP would just go, well, you know, these are just theories. These are ideas. Don't make them truths. Use them where they work, where they don't work, and prove them. And, and that's right. the philosophy I take in energetic NLP. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and the an important aspect to what you're saying is, first of all, is recognizing that our beliefs shift and change, mm-hmm. and you know that you know, and, and and I would think that that would be an important component. You know, for people to realize, you know, that, you know, our, just because we had a particular belief, you know, when we were growing up or in our early years, you know, doesn't mean that, you know, number one, there was any truth to it. And, and, and second, you know, if there was some, maybe for the <laughs> time it was okay. But, but, you know, in this point in life, you know, it may not be um, a belief, you know, once you've explored uh, I, I totally agree. And, and the thing is, even if the words are the same, the meaning changes. Um, I used to have, I used to send myself these Zen stories, and 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 uh, people go, oh, that's my favorite Zen story. And I go, yeah, my brother once gave me a, a Zen comic book. <laughs> stories. <laughs> and um, and they won, and I'm probably butchering it, but the, you know, the student goes to the master. He goes, you know, I finally figured it out. It's about the here and now, and the master goes, no, it isn't. 
And the student goes, it isn't. And he goes, well, what is it? And the master goes, it's about the here and now. <laughs> you know, and, the, and the thing being, you know, you're saying the words, but you haven't evolved to even understand what they mean yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, you know, we are talking about um, energetic fields um, that people have. Now, um, one one interesting aspect um, that I read um, was that um, many of our blocks or, or you know, challenges um, may not be our own, that, that you know, mm -hmm. our, we may have picked up those from other folks. So can you talk a little bit about the idea of, you know, the influences mm -hmm. of others on our energetic field? Yeah, and I, and I want to tell some people, sometimes it's kind of weird some people out a little bit at first. But, you know, if I said, well, your unconscious mind was programmed when you were a child, you'd go, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? Well, mm -hmm. energy has programming and information in it. It's not just – in fact, the reason people can hear us right now is we're using energy to transmit our words. And um, so energy contains information. And starting when you're in your mother's womb, you start absorbing energy from – particularly from your parents, but from – other people who can be around, you know, as, as a developing fetus, you, you love your parents and you care about them, but you also know that if the giants are in trouble, you're in trouble. And a lot of people start absorbing energies from their parents, even when they're in the womb, again, you know, to help their parents and to protect themselves. So I'll have clients who go, yeah, I'm 50 years old and I'm, I've always been anxious and I, you know, I've learned to meditate, and I and I, I do much better with it. But, you know, I think it's DNA. I'm just an anxious person. And a lot of times, if I clear the mother or father's energy out of their space that had all this anxiety that's been with them their whole life, all of a sudden they go, oh, that's different. <laughs> you know, and it, it isn't that they never mm -hmm. have anxiety, but they have authentic anxiety. And most of the energy in people's bodies and energy fields isn't their energy. It's energy that, you know, you may have picked it up five minutes ago, but a lot of it has been hanging around for years and years and years. So people think it's them. They think it's, it's authentically who they are because that's all they remember. So in energetic NLP, we do a lot of clearing of other people's energy out of your space and getting in touch with your own authentic energies. In fact, one of the, you know, right now there's all these shootings and road rages and people on planes that mm -hmm. are acting out. And p part of what I believe is going on there is, like, you know, people are driving in the highways. And I live in California. They're crowded. People are frustrated. They're stuck in traffic. And they leave that energy, some of it literally on the highways. And mm -hmm. somebody's driving along, and they, they start getting frustrated or angry. And sometimes it opens like a portal and and matching energies flow in. And all of a sudden they're out of control because you can't heal other people's energy in, in, in yourself. You can clear it, but you can't heal it because it's not yours. And so a lot of the, the intractable problems people have are the ones that just, they get better, but they never really get healed. It, it turns out what is going on is most of that energy isn't theirs. Well, I, I'll give you a, a good example. Um, uh, a client of mine called recently and she had a, a love affair break up 
with a man she'd been in love with many years, and she goes, I'm just overwhelmed with grief. And it was appropriate that she felt grief, but, it, but not to the level she was feeling it. And all I did was teach her an easy process to start releasing other people's grief, like her mother's and other people's and father's grief that was stuck in her energy field. And all of a sudden she goes, God, I feel so much better. You know, I still feel sad. I still feel grief. Mm -hmm. but, but it's authentic. I'm not overwhelmed by it because it's mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that that can be, you know, um quite um yeah, I mean it, it could get to but the build up can get to a point where you know, really becomes debilitating for, for some people. Um now you know, there once you go ahead and, you know, clear your energy field of you know, <laughs> others' energies. Um, what what can one do, or just even you know, even prior to claim, just the idea. Of what can one do to minimize the influences of others on one's energetic field? Fantastic question. And a lot of people will clear are very talented in the clear energies out of your energy field. But they're not solving the root problem. It's a lot like if you've ever weeded a garden. I remember when I was a boy, mm -hmm. yeah, I would be pulling the tops off of weeds, and my dad would go, you can do it that way, but if you don't get the roots, you're going to be back out here mm -hmm. next week. <laughs> Still digging that way. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. In the same way, what I was taught and what I believe is that we are all the sovereigns of our energy space. So we're all the sovereigns of our energy space. For somebody else's energy to stay stuck in your energy field or to keep attracting similar kind of energies, which is what people do, um, it has to hook into something of yours. Now, we're complex beings, so, you know, it can hook into unconscious programming. It can hook into conscious limiting beliefs. It can hook into karma, spiritual contracts. So it's not just important to clear energies. But in energetic NLP, we look at, okay, what are the roots? What is that hooking into? So one example would be a, a lot of really nice people have a belief that it's their job to heal and help other people, you know, whether it's in, mm -hmm. you know, in energy ways or, you know, or, or, or just being a nice neighbor or whatever it is. Well, sometimes energies will get stuck in your energy field because part of you is going, oh, I must help them. I must heal them. And so we hold on to their energy. But then um, it hurts us. And it's why a lot of healers aren't very healthy. <laughs> you know, I mean, some of them are, but a lot of them are not healthy. And it's like they're clogged up with their clients' energies. And, and that's what happened to me when I was first learning healing, is I looked great. I was in really good physical shape. And, mm -hmm. and, but I felt bad all the time. My stomach hurt, and I was having emotions I didn't normally have. And what I didn't realize, I was absorbing these energies from my clients and not clearing them and not getting the roots. So I was getting worse. And um, so the important thing for people is, is to learn how to clear energy and also how to get at the roots. And then the third part, which sometimes people leave out, is you then fill up with your authentic essence and with support of Earth and universal energy. So it's clearing healing what the energy was hooked into, and uh, filling up. If, if I can give one more example, uh, back in the early 90s, I'd go to this class every week, uh, and we would do healings on one another, and I would feel great. 
And a few days later, I'd be feeling okay. And a few days after that, I'd feel like I felt in the first place. Then I'd go back to class. People would clear my energy. And it, and it was this endless cycle. Because at the time, I didn't know and I wasn't being taught that I needed to find out what was the, what were those energies hooking into. Because I, I was just continuing. It was like I had Velcro for all over me for all these energies. And that's the way it, most people are. They're just attracting and hooking. They're, uh, they have this like, Velcro that allows energy to hook into. So we do a lot mm. of, like, clearing the Velcro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, that makes sense, you know, I mean, because it's, um, you know, what, and I, and I like the, you know, the analogy of the pulling of the weed and not, you know, pulling the Buddha, having mm. done that many times myself, you know, recognizing <laughs> what, you know, that, uh, it's like, uh, let me, so then, you know, then you dig down deep, <laughs> you know, so to speak, yep. and, you know, and, and pull it up by the root. So, um, but it does make sense to be able to, you know, once you, um, you know, clear that is, is to uh, make sure that it can't hook into you again, you know, that, that is, right. um, that you're, yeah, that you're full. Um, now, one, one of the things that, um, you know, you, we're mentioning, you know, the in utero kinds of um, mm-hmm. idea that, that we get, you know, we start absorbing energy. Um, you know, is there an um, ancestral type of energy oh, yes. <laughs> um, passed on? Yeah, can, you, can you talk a little bit about that? Because that, that fascinates me with the idea that, you know, I mean, not only – are we impacted by others around us in this life, but also there's that, you know, that history. Um, so talk, talk a little bit about that, because I think that's kind of an important thing for our folks to learn to, to oh, about. You are so right. It is so important. Because, um, um, yeah, ancestral programming, in fact, I, I have a whole program just on clearing ancestral programming, because our parents don't know it, but they were energetically programmed to program us. But they were programmed by their parents or programmed by their parents or programmed by their parents. So energy is getting passed down from generation to generation. And particularly for those of us that have come from cultures where you really honor, you know, the traditions and, and going back in your family, it, it's really strong, you know, all this, all this programming. In fact, I'll laugh at times that, um, let's say I used to be a medical researcher in how uh, scientists will try to make everything genetic. And they'll go, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this runs in a family. And, uh, it, well, my favorite on that is occasionally they're identical twins who were separated at birth and raised in different families. And I remember reading an article once, and often they have very similar lives. Like, the, like these two guys are both married to women with the same name. And, you know, just amazing mm-hmm. coincidences. And they were trying to figure it out genetically how that worked. And I'm thinking, like, that's not science anymore. I mean, what do you think? There's a gene going, I'm going to marry Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but energetically, they were connected in the womb and, and, and ever since. So they were completely connected. But so what you're saying, like, oh, this ancestral programming gets passed down and down. And it, it's not hard to clear it. It does need to be cleared. And what, what can make it hard is some of us have programming that, you know, we have to be loyal to our family traditions and everything. And um, for the kind of people that would listen to your show, 
you know, we, we can feel pride and connection to our ancestors, but we don't have to run their programming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, imagine if your ancestors could see your, the modern life you live. You know, it, it, it's a completely different life. And if you think for women, it's like the role of women is completely different. You know, it's the same for everybody, but for women, it's like, it's not just about being baby machines anymore. <laughs> right, right. So, so, yeah, clearing ancestral programming is huge. And if I can also mention that ties into something people can believe or not, which is past life programming also comes in. And that's um, very powerful, very significant. And and uh, what I like to say, I, I used to think past lives were, like was this dumb old idea, even though I was doing energy healing, that I have past lives. But mm-hmm. what I know now is that people have energy in their energy fields that are from other lifetimes. Why it's there, you know, I can't say for sure. What does it mean to say that they were that person? You know, those are all interesting philosophical questions. But what I what I can say for sure is that most of us have energy from other lifetimes in our energy fields, and it's a whole other level of ancestral programming that, that you may not, you know, consciously even connect to. Maybe your family's from England, yeah. but there's all these Chinese or South American <laughs> energy in your space. Mm-hmm. So, but, but it can all be cleared. It can all be worked with and healed. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, it seems that, you know, when, and, and, you know, a lot of my listeners would, you know, give a nod, to the, the past lives, you know, the existence of past lives and, and uh-huh. influences in, in one's current life. Um, but it seems that the, um, the, en- the energy that, that we embody is a sum of all, you know, like previous experiences, you know, not, not only with family, but also past lives, mm-hmm. but also, you know, with um, other people in those situations of, you know, you know, the, the, you know, grandmother's friends, you know, in the old country kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that, you know, that energy impact and, you know, that, so it, it seems that it's a, um, a, a melting pot, you know, of energies, you know, that, that we, you know, we um, we carry with us, and, and it seems that you know the some of them, you know, can be very helpful and, and useful, and some of them can be challenging, you know, that, that we have to uh, have to be worked with. So, well, we're we're about halfway through the show, so I want to take just a quick break, and, and as I mentioned in the beginning of the show. Um, you graciously um, agreed to, to lead us through an energetic NLP energy spa process. So once we come back from break, I'll have you kind of explain, you know, the energy spa, the process, and, and have you do it for us, okay? Fantastic. Great. Yeah, everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us. And I hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows, along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,600 shows 
that we have had during the past 12 years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide, books, nature photography, calendars, and 5x7 photo greeting cards. Our show is a free podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms on the top of our homepage. Our website, ByteRadio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us again today. My special guest is Art Geiser, and we're talking about energetic NLP. And again, for more information, you can visit his website, which is energeticnlp.com. And uh, with that, we're back, Art. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. So, um, as I said before the break, it's uh, energetic NLP energy spa process. So tell us a little bit about energy spa, you know, and, and the process, and, and we'll sit here and experience that. Well, um, I call them energetic NLP energy spas. Actually, students of mine started calling them that because I have longer training programs where there is more thinking involved. But a lot of the work I do, we call them energy spas because you put your spirit and your inner wisdom in charge you relax and you let the magic happen. So it's kind of like if you want to get a massage at a spa, you um, you know, you have to set your intention, you got to give permission, and then your job is just to relax and let the magic happen. And it's the same way with these energy spas. So a couple of uh, concepts um, that I'll mention that are unique to energetic NLP and, and just a couple of concepts that will help with the process. So. And this process is an easy way to, to start clearing energies out of your space. It, it won't get the roots necessarily. It, sometimes it does, but it, but it will help you. It's something you can take a cup once you know how to do it. You can take two minutes, clear your energy, refresh your energy, and it, it's helpful in the morning when you first get up. It's helpful at night before you go to bed. Um, you'll sleep. If you do it in the morning, you'll be more energized for the day. If you do it at night, you'll sleep better. You can do it before a big meeting. You can do it after you've been around people that were emotional or upset. So it, it's it's kind of like a Swiss Army knife, a very, very simple, handy technique. <clears throat> so the key to all of this is to not try to do it right and just use your imagination and pretend that it's working. When we imagine something, when we pretend that it's working, you open the portals and let your unconscious mind and your spirit do the real work. So um, later, when we're done, you know, people, of course, can analyze it to death. But while it's going on, I always tell people, bring out your playful inner child. If you were five years old and I said, okay, imagine the room you're in is being filled with sparkling gold energy, you would giggle and do it. And the room would be full of sparkling gold energy. Um, so for everybody while you're doing this process, just have fun with it. And later you can analyze it. The other thing. If you're driving, uh, turn this off. <laughs> you know, 
uh, even if it's a recording, the energy will be flowing even on a recording. So the energies that will come in are like a whole symphony of energies. They tend to put people in kind of a dreamy altered state often, not how you want to be when you're driving. So <laughs> I always want to put that caveat in. Um, so first, what we're going to do is connect people's spirit and their deep inner human wisdom. And when I use terms like spirit, deep inner human wisdom, essence, I really want to invite everybody, don't even try to figure out what that means. Your spirit knows what it is. Your spirit knows what your deep inner human wisdom is. And your spirit knows what your essence is. So just trust in, in your own spirit in this. And when somebody's spirit and their deep inner human wisdom get aligned, because they're not automatically aligned, when they get aligned, it creates what we call in energetic NLP your miraculous self. Different than your high self. It's your miraculous self. And it's when your wisdom with its vast perspective and your deep inner, I'm sorry, with, <clears throat> with your, when your spirit with its vast perspective and your deep inner human wisdom with its very practical wisdom come together so that what you do is developing you spiritually and personally, but doing it in a way that makes your life happier, more successful, more meaningful, because you can develop spiritually in ways that can make you really unhappy. <laughs> so we, we want to mm -hmm. have both when possible. Again, for everybody, you, the only role for your conscious mind is setting intention, giving permission, and um, and then just imagining it's happening. So let, we'll start by creating a miraculous self, and then I'll take people through a, a quick technique where you imagine four energy magnets that clear your body, and then their miraculous self will fill them up with more of their essence and supportive energies. So it's really simple. So everybody take a couple easy deep breaths and relax. No effort involved. And set your intention, if you want to, that your spirit and your deep inner human wisdom are going to create your miraculous self right now. Just set that intention. Give 100% permission for it to happen. And then just start pretending it's happening. Again, bring out your playful inner child and just go, oh, okay, my miraculous self is forming. And then just pretend your miraculous self is already formed. And your miraculous self is something, as you use it, its ability to guide you, nurture you, support you, and heal you keeps getting better and better. But even just at this beginning stage, it's really powerful. So everybody, set your intention right now that what we're about to do is going to clear other people's energies, whether it's ancestral, people from this lifetime, past life energies, you're going to clear those energies out of your energy field, and they're going to be replaced by your essence and by wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, abilities, and attitudes directly from your miraculous self, which will come in like a download, bypassing your conscious mind and just coming right into you. And since it's coming from your spirit and your inner wisdom, you can trust that it will be good. We're not trying to clear all the energy at once. I call it the Goldilocks principle. We let your miraculous self be in charge, so you'll only clear 
as much of your energy as uh, as much of the energy as you should right now because more is not necessarily better. So just whatever's just right. And the, this podcast is recorded, so you can you can keep doing this again. And once you've learned how to do it, you can do it quickly on your own. So set your intention that your energy is going to be cleared now and it's going to be replaced with wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, and abilities from your miraculous self. Give 100% permission to receive those benefits. Give 100% permission for your miraculous self to be completely in charge. And then we're just going to imagine four magnets, one at a time. Imagine a magnet out in front of you and give your miraculous self permission to use it to clear energies that aren't yours and aren't helpful, energies that aren't yours and aren't helpful, are leaving your body, your cells, your energy fields, your chakras, and they're going off to that magnet. And again, just pretend it's happening. Excellent. And then let that magnet drop into the earth. And just imagine the earth is going to transmute that energy because the earth has the power to do that. Put a second magnet high above your head. So most people have heard about the seven, quote-unquote, main chakras, but there's very, very important chakras that are in the energy field above your head, going up three meters, nine feet. And the good news is you don't need to consciously know anything about them because your miraculous self knows everything about them. So let that magnet high above you start clearing from your shoulders on up. Energies out of your cells, your body, your chakras, your whole energy field that aren't yours and aren't helpful. Drop that magnet into the earth, and the earth transmutes that energy. Let a third magnet be behind you. A lot of energy literally hides behind our backs. So let that magnet and your miraculous self clear energies out of your body and the back part of your energy field. Energies that aren't yours, aren't helpful, don't belong in present time. Drop that into the earth and let the earth recycle it. And then the fourth and last magnet is in the earth. And it clears from the base of your spine through your legs and calves and ankles and feet and toes. Going down at least a meter, three feet below your feet because there's chakras down there too, and going all around your legs. So that whole part of your energy field is being cleared. And then the earth transmutes those energies. Ask your miraculous self to ground you, and ask your miraculous self to fill you with more of your authentic essence. So there's room in your energy field for more of your essence. And, for, and with earth and universal energies, it will support you now and in your next steps in life. Again, ask the earth to ground you. And then, uh, and then that's it. So all we did 
which have four magnets, one in front, above, behind, below, one at a time, clearing whatever energies come off easily, dropping the magnets into the earth so the earth can transmute the energies, then having your miraculous self fill you up with more of your essence and supportive energies. Also ask your miraculous self to fill you up with wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, abilities, and attitudes that will help you now and in your next steps in life. Easy deep breaths. And then that's it. And as I said, it's a simple process. When people practice it, you can do it in a minute if you don't have much time, or you can do it in 10 minutes if you want to take your time. And, again, I recommend people do it in the morning when they first get up, before they go to bed at night, before a big meeting or something important, after being around people that are uh, emotional or in some kind of unpleasant state. And definitely anybody who, for instance, if you see clients, definitely do it every time you see a client, do it afterwards. Very important to help you not take on as much of their energy. So how you doing? Yeah, that is very important. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm chill. <laughs> no, um, no, that's a, that's a really good, I like the visualization aspect. You know, mm. I mean, it's an easy thing. For me, it was an easy thing to to imagine and to oh, lean into. Yeah, and you know the you know and the fact that it is um, you know easy to to do, um, quick. You know, I mean these are the. It, it seems that this is one of those um, exercises that can be used in you know in stressful times. You know that you know if, oh, yeah. if someone is anxious um, or. Um, stressed out about any of life's challenges, you know, that, that it could be um, employed easily. Um, now, yes, one of the yes. things, yeah, yeah and, and, you know, and also I, I want to point out, too, is you mentioned, you know, that childlike um, view, you know, and, and I noticed on, on your website, too, that you talk about, you know, having fun and being played, like, Change can be easy, fun, and natural. Transformation right. can be playful, easy, and absolutely authentic. You know, and, and when one thinks of change and transformation, the words fun and playful aren't automatically, you know, come to <laughs> mind, you know, when those things happen. So, you know, I thought that was, um, I, I liked that because I really think that um, you know, we, you know, we take life too seriously sometimes and, and we just forget yes. to play. And then it's okay, you know, to play and have fun. Oh, yeah, I think it, you know, there's definitely a place for serious um, spirituality, yeah. but, but, but most, I mean, there's so much of that. And, um, you know, there's this whole other spirituality that comes from joyfulness. And, and it doesn't mean you don't ever have unpleasant feelings and you don't have life challenges. It, you know, that's not a – but it, it's that realizing that we're getting out of the old model that change has to be hard work, that it has to be sacrificed, that um, um, even like if you ever read about the Norse gods when you were a kid, like Odin had to give up one eye in order to get wisdom. I remember even as a kid going, why? Why did they have to give up my <laughs> you know, it's like, 
I mean, sometimes, you know, life will call upon us to make sacrifices, but we don't have to glorify that or, or seek it. And, and I actually I found pretty much by accident years ago that the more playful people were in my programs, the more their lives got better. And I realized, like, well, that's, I like that. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and when I would get real serious and they get them real serious, they'd benefit, but not as much. Not as much. Right. As, so I think the playfulness is, is um, and, and when I say without hard work, I'm not saying you don't do anything, but it doesn't have to be hard right. work. It can be enjoyable. You know? Right, right. Well, you know, I think that that, that fun and that, you know, playfulness um, creates uh, a mindset um, that, you know, makes it um, easier to um, to take in, you know, the, yeah. the information and, and to be able to uh, to process it and, you know, and, and you know, it, it's, you know, when people are having fun, you know, they those are creating memorable moments, you know, that they can yeah. refer back to, you know, and, and you know, if a if you have uh, a change or a transformation that, you know, on the surface could be quite um quite a challenge and, and serious um but but approached with some you know lightness to it then then it makes i would think that it would make it um you know kind of easier to guide through that you know to kind of you know <clears throat> go with it with, with with a little with with fewer Resist, with little resistance or, or, you know, less resistance, I guess, is the word I want to mm. yeah, So I, I totally agree. I think it's so well said. And, and you know, when it really hit home to me, I was – I gave a couple presentations once at the 13th Annual Energy Healers Conference that was in Tucson. And um, they had an area where those of us who were presenting could have, you know, boost. And I was giving little mini – energetic NLP experiences to people and and things were going well and people were getting great results but it was in a hotel and somewhere else in the hotel a, a mariachi band started playing and I'm sure there is serious mariachi music but you know but a lot of it's very lighthearted. and at first I'm thinking well, this might be a problem but the session started going better because it's just hard to be all that serious in the background. And it, and I really got, and so then I, in programs, if people were um, too serious, sometimes I'd go like, I'd start singing Old MacDonald or something, and you're doing it one point here. And, you know, and of course, people would look at me like a nuts, but, but then they start laughing, and they do right. so much better, you know? So that's yeah, when it yeah. really got clear to me. Yeah, that's that's an interesting, you know, and and that's uh, you know, one of those cases where you know where you thought it would have been a problem, you know, might have been a problem, mm -hmm. where in fact it ends up being, um, you know, a help. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So and, and then I think you know for for folks going through um, what appear to be problems, you know, can to recognize yeah. that maybe they're uh, I guess a blessing in disguise kind of thing. 
Well, that that is so important, and you know, and it's so hard in the moment often to go. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, so many of the super successful people, something really horrible happened, or their business failed, or something, and then that opened the doors for everything else. <laughs> if I can tell uh, a quick yeah. story, in energetic NLP, one of the outcomes we set up is to have more and more delightful synchronicities in our lives. You know, and um, mm-hmm. um, so as I said, sometimes I'll sing Old McDonald's, you know, and that course is E-I-E-I-O, and I, I, I Pre-COVID, I taught a lot in London, and in fact, I'll be there again in May teaching. And uh, a former student who'd become a friend, we were walking in London at night, and some woman was pushing a, a baby carriage, what they call a pram, and the baby's like completely silent. When the baby gets up, even with us, he goes, E-I-E-I-O, and then gets quiet <laughs> again. And we're going like, do we know you? <laughs> it was like... What are the odds of that? <laughs> they have to be like yeah. one in a trillion, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of those that you, you, it gives you notice. You, you you take notice of it, and and I guess you know that you know goes back to the idea of you know a a universal kind yeah. of awareness that can be tapped into, and, and kids are great at that. <laughs> you you know their their exactly. filters haven't formed, <laughs> you know. And, no, I'm not sure. It was like very validating. Like yeah. clearly, that can't be an accident. <laughs> you know, it's like clearly, we absolutely. we really are all interconnected. You know. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> so, um, what, tell us. Um, you know, we're down to the last few minutes here, Art. So, yeah. can you maybe, uh, you know, for people listening, you know, what, um, who are the people? that would benefit most from experiencing energetic NLP? The, the people who are attracted to energetic NLP, I think of them like flowers. They, they're, they're looking like, how do I grow? How do I blossom? How do I grow towards the light? You know, we just, we may be being motivated by problems or something we want, but there's just this desire to keep opening up more of our potential. And, I would say, you know, for people that that either are having problems and they've worked on them, but they somehow they're not being able to resolve it, or outcomes that they're not able to achieve, maybe you can't achieve them, or you get close and it falls apart, or or it works and then it falls apart. Um, um, but it, and and for people that are willing to let this spirituality be more enjoyable and who don't want somebody who's telling them what the truth is. You know, as I said mm-hmm. earlier, it's like, I just tell people, this is what I think, but I want you to connect with your truth. So yeah. I think that describes the people in, in the programs. There are lots of different ages and cultures and philosophies, and but they want to grow. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, um, thank you for your time today, Art, and, and leading us through that uh, energy spa process. It will be one that I'm sure I will utilize you know, in, in the future. So thank you for your time. You're welcome. And can I mention um, some free videos I have that will take people further along with that? Is that okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, if, if people uh, – Go to Blockbuster, one word, Blockbuster, the number three dot com, 
blogthefestivalnumber3.com, and they sign up. They'll get four videos over four days, and it'll take them through the process that we did today, but it will also take them through ways to, to get to the roots. You know, what, what's the Velcro? What are things hooking into? Um, they'll more strongly create the miraculous self and, and, and do quite a bit in those four, in like four half-hour videos. And it's, again, at blockbuster3.com. Oh, great. Okay, great. And I'll, I'll be sure to add that um, website to the show description. So those oh, who listen to the show can be sure in the archives that they can do that. So, again, thank you for your time. I, I really appreciate it. And My pleasure. And I'm sure that we're keep in contact. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for the work you're doing in the world. So appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Again, everyone, today my special guest has been Art Kaiser. We've been talking about Energetic NLP. Again, you can visit his website, energeticnlp.com, to learn more about Art's work, um, as well as visit the website he just gave us, which is blockbuster3.com, for those four half-hour videos. Um, and everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, Amazon Music, and Audible. To follow our show on any of those platforms, visit ByteRadio.me and select the one you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.